0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: This is Melina Lee Williams Haas. I deeply appreciate you listening and taking the time to hang out with me. I will be addressing issues of life, the universe, and everything that are often bogged down and mired in shame and grief And talk about how they can be repackaged to be useful and gorgeous and fucking awesome for you So, sit back and relax, or, you know what? Sit up and freak out However, you prefer to listen Let's go Still. Welcome to All That and Mo.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I'll just tell the chop it in when it feels right. Just cut it when it feels right. Uh, so we're hanging out in a living room with a bunch of people. We have a studio audience. Oh, my God, you guys are studio audience.
0: <laughs> I feel most at home when we have an audience now. Yeah,
1: I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, and it's Dixie De La Tour the Prime Minister of Storytelling. <laughs> the Empress.
0: I have never been called Prime Minister of Storytelling. Yet. I'm usually called
1: the Grand Dame of Storytelling. or The Empress she- of... No, you're the Empress of Tea. I am? Yeah. Okay, alright. Because we get that good tea at the Body Storytelling Night. Yeah, you get, right? the- get all the deal. <laughs> Everything. You are the Countess of Content. <laughs> The major domo of dishing. <laughs> You're just killing yourself. <laughs> Look oh my it. god! I'm keep going. Just like yeah,
0: keep doing it. Keep doing
1: it. <laughs> and we, I was like, and we have no topic for today. <laughs>
0: Craigslist and death. Well, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's That's just what see, like, we've the been talking three about.
1: Three fucking like most heaviest and wrecking conversations. Well, of all. I like
0: the way they could ping pong off each other because one is super light, one is super heavy, and it's like that feels heavy. Let's go back to that. Yeah, but time. you said
1: your Craigslist casual
0: encounters thing was heavy. I don't think I said that. I said there was one that made best of that I probably wouldn't talk about oh, because it okay. wasn't very PC. But it was. Was it not PC and that the fucking? <sighs> you know, you have to realize my audience is very like language has changed a lot in the 15 years since I made best of casual encounters. Well, a lot has changed in the past 15 years.
1: There's entire human beings here now Uh, who were not alive. Yeah. (laughs) Who don't even know because when did casual encounters shut down? Not sure. I have no idea when it's our out. studio
0: audience could look it up and tell us when casual encounters <laughs> <shut down. laughs>
1: because I remember there being a point where like the sort of the wailing cry went up across the Bay area because we were like, how are we going to fucking fuck? And this was before there were any apps available. Yeah. So it wasn't that you can just jump on grinder. What's the other one? Tinder, Tinder, right? Like Tinder wasn't a I thing like at that, that. You're time. like
0: grinder. I know grinder. What's the other one that <laughs> those other people use? Tinder. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. March twenty.
1: Thank you. And so in 2018,
0: 2018, right. feels like
1: it was a lot longer ago than that. Well, I was not actively using it at the time, but I still was sort of like, it should exist. Like, what are people going to do without it?
0: You know, we were talking about addiction earlier when it came to addiction. My addiction was casual encounters. Really? It was just, and it wasn't that ego stroke addiction that a lot of people have with dating apps. Yep. It wasn't about, you tell me I'm pretty because I know you're going to tell me I'm pretty because they did because they wanted to have sex with you. but Or it could be that you were pretty. It could have been, but in my brain, I'm a, I'm a jaded fuck, man. I was like, uh-huh, <laughs> and? I'm just like, or they think you're pretty. <laughs> Every time I put up a personal ad, it made me so mad because I would put it up. And even though I changed the ad all yeah. the time, yeah, there would be within a minute of the ad going live, somebody would go, Dixie,
1: I <laughs> can always tell it's me.
0: <laughs> now, so what was
1: your pitch? What were you? Are you? Were you usually looking for very? Okay, wait, hold. On, let's rewind. For those who don't know, because I'm certain there were people who will be listening who were not fucking by the time Casual Encounters was winding down. Welcome to the world. Jesus Christ, babely, baby, baby, babalts, babalts. <laughs> Um, so, Casual Encounters was a section of Craigslist that was specifically for people who were just looking for, wait for a casual encounters. Uh, NSA sex, as in no strings attached sex, or one off sex, or, you know, a specific sexual situation. Yes. There was a lot of that. Yes. Like if you said, you know what, I'd like a gangbang, I'd like it to be all people with strap-ons between the size of six and eight inches that are all purple you could go on craigslist casual encounters and have 22 people sending you pictures of their dildos so that you could approve them <laughs> and then they would show up wherever you wanted them to show i don't up. need your face shot just show me this burgly dildo you're in yeah. exactly mm-hmm. um so it was kind of you know it had been around for a while by the time I moved to the Bay Area, it was very much alive and hopping in the mid nineties by that time. Mm -hmm. And it was a really amazing way. And it was a very democratic way for pretty much almost anybody uh, who was um, female bodied to have any kind of sex they wanted. Yeah. And this was the thing that I think people missed is that it was really good for women. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) You know, the men would complain, like when I would actually respond to someone, they'd be like, oh, my God, thank God. (laughs) Notice me, senpai. And you were just like, yes, yes. (laughs) Display your wares before me so that I can decide whether or not they are worthy.
0: Well, there was always somebody who knew that they weren't going to get picked when you would get 300 responses. There was always somebody who knew they were going to. We're going to get picked. So they would send you a message just like, well, according to your ad, you're fat and who the hell is going to buy you a fancy dinner and all this kind of stuff. And I loved fucking with those people and go, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm heading out the door to have sex with a stranger who is not you, (laughs) but you enjoy those sour grapes block.
1: (laughs) It was so, and I was going to say the thing, the reason I mentioned the thing about you being actually being pretty is because i would of course always put yes i'm fat uh so just get over it and i'm fucking cute so it's not a problem
0: but on three or four occasions i feel like i should interject and go yes you are because i was very silent at that moment but i thought it it's
1: okay it's okay it's okay i feel good about it what was so nuts is that i would like get somewhere or they would come over on the very rare occasions that i would have someone over to yeah. to 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 where i was living which was almost never um but the look of shock on their faces when i when they'd open the door and they'd be like oh you look like your photo and i'm like have you has something happened where you and they're like a couple of guys have been like yes yeah and i and i don't understand why you would do that why you would send some like half lit, flattering, weird angle shot and then show up to fuck the person because you're probably going to actually not be in the dark at a weird angle the whole time. You're not because going to be you, able to sustain You're that.
0: attached to that version of you. I had a friend who was mm. a sex worker who would also date in women yeah. seeking men and she was my neighbor. So I'd always get to see the ads or we'd have a phone call. She'd head out and stuff like that. And there was one guy who sent a picture that was like, Should have been black and white. It was so old. It was like 20 years old. And when he showed up, it's like a grandpa of the picture who she'd sent. And they're just like, she's like, you, your picture was old. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that was, I really like that picture. They just like that version of themselves. So they just never update it. And
1: that's fine. But I'm like, I would literally turn around and leave if something that atrocious had happened to me. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I never had anything that was that serious, that egregious. Like I had some that I was like, this is a little more flattering than
0: you just made me think when you said that I would turn around and leave. There was one <laughs> there was one guy that I was talking to. And, you know, sometimes you just make bad decisions. You're meeting people off the Internet. Maybe you're a little horny or maybe you're just kind of like. I hope I'm, you're at
1: least a little horny if you're meeting people off the Internet for sex.
0: But it wasn't that for me. It wasn't about sex. For me, it was about okay. stories. It was about stories. So I was you creating were legit stories.
1: just pulling these up and having these encounters so you could have more stories.
0: I didn't know about storytelling at the time. I just went, okay, if I'm going to have strange, if I'm going to have sex with this person, I need to get something out of it more than an orgasm. And that was like, I really need to craft a scene and it needs to happen this way. And because they want sex, they're going to agree to my weird terms. So I was always crafting really weird ads like, um, you know, the unknown hookup show up in a bar Wear a brown paper bag on your head with the eye holes cut out and the mouth hole cut out. Try and drink a fucking martini with a bag on your head. You legit did the unknown Oh, comic yeah. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm wow. like, you will know me because I will wow. walk in and I will have a brown paper bag on my head with the eye holes on it. And we will sit there and we will try and have a conversation with each other. And if we hit it off, we will go to my house, which is I a block it. away. And we will go back <laughs> and we will have sex with bags on our heads. <laughs> How are you fucking with a bag on your head? I don't know, but the idea of the rustling noises just cracked me up. You're fucking killing me. Nobody would do it though. They were like, "What if I'm sitting in a bar with a bag on my head and you don't show up?" And I'm like, "Then you have a good story." Right. About the time you get stood up with a bag on your head. Yeah. You and the bartender will have an interesting conversation. Oh my god. At the very least. But I I would never have left them that way. I did get so many people who wanted to um go to a party where we put bags on our heads. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not going to show up because you could stood up, stand up for me. And it was everyone, male women, everything. And were fair just, enough. Yeah. They were like, I would go to that party. If we put bags on, especially if we could decorate our bags. And then we mm. could just interact with each other. But nobody would answer the ad and show up and sit in the bar with a bag on their head. But I did have about 100 people put bags on their heads, and send me nudes, which was cool. A lot of them send me the unknown comic from the gong show. Do you
1: have a gong show fetish?
0: Kind of. Nice. Kind of. Like, I do remember that. They'd send me that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that picture. After I got it like 50 times, I'm like, come on, take it. But in those days, it was impressive for someone to go to all the trouble to put a bag on their head, take a naked picture, and send it to you. I thought that was... Kind of extra.
1: I was impressed. It was because you didn't... It wasn't instantaneous. You had to go and, like, download it and upload it and, you know... And you
0: knew it was a recent photo because they had a bag on their head. (laughs) Ah, see, I hadn't even thought about that. It's like holding up the newspaper when you're kidnapped and (laughs) it's today's (laughs) date. I'm trying to think. I
1: don't think I did... There were a couple of times where I had very specific because of my hotel fetish very specific like i want to like go fuck in a hotel room tell me
0: about your hotel fetish because i
1: have one too so i just love being in hotels i love the crispy sheets Mm -hmm. i love like not having to pick anything up i love a stack of towels i love like a towel for each limb yeah like i just i dig that shit so much i love like just being in the energy of like mysterious other people yeah so clean who was doing there whatever my
0: house isn't that clean
1: (laughs) Mass is that clean on Monday night after a cleaning lady comes. That must and be nice. And it helps us. Help me, please. <laughs> so I think the first time I did it, um, I, I I made the mistake of not setting my boundaries high enough. So I wasn't specific. Where do you take you? The fucking Travelodge. Oh no, <laughs> on fucking uh, Market Street and and Valencia. Is it still there? Yeah, it travel-age? is. It's still there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my first, that was the first one I went to. And, um, the guy, here's the thing. I don't know why. I think he was someone who was, was part of the King community or something because once we exchanged information, he was like, wait, are you like actually Mo Williams? I'm like, yeah. And he freaked out about it. So he spent the whole time. We're having sex, going, I can't believe I'm fucking Mo Williams. And I'm freaked out. Cause I'm like, I'm not that famous. Yeah. Like I have this niche fame in this tiny community. And why is that getting your dick hard? You were weirdo. (laughs) Like if someone said that to me now, I'd be slightly more impressed. But like at that point, I was like, come on, bro. (laughs) Plus it's the fucking travel lodge. So, you know, but that wasn't like the skyviest hotel i had been to. There's one point where I'd gone all the way out to the East Bay and dude like was like, you know, there's those really sketchy fucking, you know where the hot tubs are? What is that street where the hot tubs are? The Berkeley hot tubs? Is that University Street? University Place. So University yeah. has like a couple of those really very sketchy like trucker Berkeley? hotels. Are you talking yeah, Berkeley, Berkeley? I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, that was his suggestion. And the place was so scary. I just finally was like, I couldn't even get naked in there. I met- I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, okay, fine. Just like, just stick your dick in, get it over with, let's go because I can't lay down on
0: this bed. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the hot tub company, which is on Van Ness. No, because... no, 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 no. The hot, the Berkeley hot tubs. Yeah. Which have so their own like moment of. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. would always meet people there because yes. you know, you can get pretty, them out of your house. It's, and it's an hour safer. later and everything. Yeah. I would meet them at the Starbucks on Polk, which is two blocks away. Yeah. And uh, I went to meet this guy one time and he had an entire, he, he'd sent me a link, which in those days was pretty impre- impressive to a website dedicated to his dick a kid built a five-page website Uh dedicated to his dick um here's my dick here's my dick with swinger wives here's my dick doing other things was it that amazing it was an 11 inch dick that's a big that's a big dick it was not worth it maybe a three-page website but not a five-page come on dial it back so I go to meet this guy at the, at the Starbucks and, um, he's like, "What? yeah, let's go. We're going to go around the corner. So we walk around the corner and we get in, <clears throat> we get a room, we get in the water and we're naked and, um, <laughs> and I go, so I've got a question. Whose dick was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- because
1: w- maybe that he is was not,
0: a- maybe he was a-, a grower, not a shower. I, I was, you know. We were touching each other. I was I was not just standing there and pointing. We were intertwined. And I was just like, so this is, you know, 15 minutes in or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So whose dick was that? And he goes, what do you mean? Well, I'm not really that revved up. And I'm like, okay, let's get you revved up. And still like, you know, six, not 11. And he's <laughs> just kind of like. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just wondering why you would dedicate a whole website to a dick that wasn't yours and also if you're going to then show up with
1: a normal size penis yeah after you put your john holmes shit into someone's yeah. head yeah what are you doing because the person who wants a dick that big wants a dick that big
0: so we are reminiscing right now, and I forgot a crucial part of this story because I did not plan to tell this story. But what had happened was we're were in the we getting in the water. We're naked. We're talking. Hey, it well, was so nice to meet you. You're naked. I'm naked, you know. And um, I'm wearing a ring on one of my fingers. And he goes, As you do. I see that you're wearing a ring. Where's your husband? And I don't know why I lied. But for some reason, I just decided to. Say, Make it uh, a scene? Yeah, I was just like, uh, he's out of town. And he's like, wait, you're married? I was kidding. And I'm like, yeah, he's out of town. And he's like, uh, where does he think you are? And I'm like, he's just, it's fine. I can fuck other people when he's out of town. And he gets a little like, that's kind of strange. But he's not thrown by it. He's right. just like, that's it Then we get to the, whose dick was that part? And all of a sudden, he just shifts gears. And he's just like, look... So here's the thing. I don't fuck married women. And I'm Mm. like, his dick's not getting hard anyway. So, okay. I would try and backtrack (laughs) right then, too. Um, He's like, I'm really attracted to you, but I cannot have sex with you if you're married. So I'm going to wait for you. I'm just going to like, we're not going to have sex today. But I will say that if you go ahead and- How did you come across some honorable ass motherfucker
1: in in the midst of Craigslist casual encounters? It was False honor. It was just
0: kind of like, how do I get out of this situation? So because you don't she, think he really didn't. She's want to not American woman. No, no I don't think that's says. it. I think that he. I want to believe. I really want I to, to believe. I think he would created a website for his eleven-inch dick, and then it wasn't eleven-inch dick. So he was like, "Well, let's turn this on her." Obviously, Obviously you're a cheater. And I'm like, why did I say that? I don't even know why I said to that. To save yourself from a mediocre sexual experience. Yeah. So we just sit in the water, and you know kiss a little bit or something. It was very minor. And then we they call when they're like, hi oh, you've got 10 minutes, get the fuck out of the tub." Yep. And we go get dressed and he says, "I'd really like to give you a ride home. I'm going to go get the car and I'll pick you up in front." I'm like, "Okay." Because I know he's not going to pick me up. I know he is going to hightail it out of there wow. and I stood there for I don't know, almost a half an hour just to see. I knew he wasn't coming back, yeah, but yeah. I'm just like, you want to be confirm sure.
1: your 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 yeah. You
0: know. He never came back and he never followed up to see if I was going to get a divorce from my imaginary husband. <laughs> I have an imaginary husband. You have oh an imaginary 11 inch dick. We
1: wow. should be together.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: So I was trying to go to the one experience that had been the one that landed me on the best of Craigslist page. Yes. What was your best of Craigslist ad? The My best of Craigslist. It wasn't an ad. It was a rant and rave oh those always do well so after one of the other things on
0: craigslist i don't know if they still i used to teach classes on how to write how to write oh my
1: god Uh so the rants and rave section was a section of craigslist that was a free-for-all basically you could just go on there and complain about like what you had for lunch or the state of the fucking u.s political scene whatever the fuck and so i posted one after a casual encounter called the prize for the lamest booty call i have ever endured goes to (laughs) And it was basically a moment by moment assessment of this absolutely terrible, terrible hookup where I put in a very simple ad like, hey, I'm leaving for work in a certain amount of time and, or I just got an in from work or whatever it was. I was like, you have like in the next 45 minutes, I wanna find someone to just like come over, you know, have a quick chat, have a quick fuck and then just scoot. And a guy sent me a picture, he's pretty cute. He was a construction worker and was just coming off shift. And I was like, perfect situation, let's do this so he gets close to the house and then calls and says i found a parking spot so i'll be up there but it's only until nine and i look at the clock and it's like 8 15 and i'm like okay i was like or or you could look for a longer spot he goes no i think it's i think this will be all right and i'm like okay and then i was like <laughs> and then i said you know what it's okay because like let's say it's only a 15 minute fuck fine no problem i just wanted to get laid That's whatever the guy shows up and he had just come from work and he is a construction worker didn't mention that and i get it you are doing physical labor but maybe if you show up stankin like a stank ball offer to take a shower he's like trying to he's like gets there we're chatting we're trying to make the moves and i'm like excuse me you are a little ripe yeah from the thing and he's like oh yeah working man i'm like hey i want me to take a shower and i'm like oh he's like okay sure because i didn't think it'd be weird i'm like how is it weird to take care of your hygiene you're bowing oh, his timeline. He only had like 15 minutes. So I'm like, please take a fucking shower. So I'm like, take a deep breath. This is going to be fine. So he comes back in the room. Nice body, you know, whatever. And he's looking at my books on the shelf and he's like, what's the Illuminati trilogy? I heard that book was weird. And he starts critiquing my bookshelf. And I'm like, oh, my God, you need to stop right fucking now. <laughs> don't, don't, don't don't just don't I was like please just so he comes over to the bed and he like drops his towel like I'm supposed to like gasp in delight or something and I'm just like okay I start giving my hand job he's like wait and he sort of maneuvers me onto the bed so he's sort of like titty fucking me to the point where like on every stroke like the dick hits your hits your mouth but he's holding my tits in such a way that like his dick is hitting the roof of my mouth and it's super uncomfortable and like my head is cramped and I'm just you know when you're it was early in the morning, and I should have not done that. And I take, I'm i like, this is my fault that this is an awkward sexual moment. That always because, feels
0: good when you blame yourself. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I was like, because I'm not able to really guide this scenario and whatever else. And so I'm like, okay, fine. And something else happened, whatever. Then he, like, ejaculates in, like, 30 seconds after penetrating. Oh, no, I know it was. He came in my face, and I was like, we ask first here before we do How that. How dare you? And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just got so excited. I'm like, yeah. So he's like, it's okay. I'm going to be, you know. So then um, he's desperately trying to like, you know when it's like sort of semi-erect, it's like chubby and it's like you could get it in, but like it's too much work and then I'm not really getting the thing. And I was like, you know what? No, it's okay. It's just disco. So anyway, the whole thing was so ridiculous. And so I posted this to the Craigslist Rants and Raves. And um, I don't know what it was. I do know what it was. Apparently my voice in this was so clear that a coworker of mine was like, did you fucking write this? <laughs> and I was like, it at the time I was working for this company called Barra in the East Bay. And I wasn't really like when I worked at Wells Fargo, I was out as a pervert and everyone knew my business because I had done 69 stories yeah. like two different times over the course of my career there. And so everyone already knew, but I had kept a lower profile at this other job. And so this friend of mine was just like, I read this and they were like, I, this is Mo. I fucking know this is her. And they came up to my desk <laughs> and I was like, ah, busted. And I said, how did you even find that? And she's like, it's on the front page of Best Of. You, this made Best Of Craigslist. And the thing is, Dix, it made Best Of Craigslist the day it posted. Holy. Which like never happened. Usually it would take a few days for a post yeah. to get traction, but I posted it. And like that a- after lunch, someone's like, I just saw this. And I was like, I know it's you. And I was like, How'd you find it? She's like, It's on best. I was like, Ah, my God. <laughs> now it will live forever.
0: This is a writing credit. I'm going to go in for a job interview. <laughs> Can I have a writing sample? Well, best of. <laughs> my
1: rant about a lame fuck. Oh, my God. It was so terrible. I should go dig it out somewhere. Like, it's somewhere. I think I found it through the, uh, what is that? The Wayback Machine. Uh I did dig it up. I've used the
0: Wayback Machine a few times to try and find stuff when I'm working on stories like, ah, I forgot all the details. Oh, there it
1: all is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, so that was the one. And then the other, I did have one that sort of slowed me down in my tracks quite a bit because it started off amazingly. I did one of my, like, here's what's going to happen. You will rent a room in one of the following three hotels. And I put like three very fancy (laughs) hotels here, are the three hotels you can rent. I said, I will check into that hotel. At 2 p.m., like whenever check in opens, you will still be at work. Of course, I will arrive there. I will prepare myself for a lovely evening, order room service, blah, 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 blah. You show up with a bottle of very good champagne. Here are the three brands from which you may select. So you're a fuck for food girl, too. Absolutely. Okay. And food and hotel. And then you will show up and blah, blah, blah. We will have sex. We'll be super awesome in the morning. You will get the fuck out because you have to go back to work. Mm hmm. And I will stay, you will pay for a late checkout. I need to check out at at least after 2 PM, mm-hmm. blah, blah, whatever. And I got like dozens of people going, who the fuck do you think you are? You idiot, you fat bitch, whatever. And then five or six guys who were just like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And one of them was this like very young, like tech bro guy, but he was hot as hell, yeah. like waist length hair. You know, real cute, the whole thing. And he's like, here's, he goes, and we chatted back and forth, and he actually sent me his ID and all the information I requested. And then the next morning I got up and there was an email. He's like, here's the reservation. It is in your name. I called the hotel, they confirmed it. And then I said, you need to, and then I said, I put my number and my information on it. And I, I said, add a note, do not let anyone cancel this because I'm like, I'm not going to have this snatch under me because dude's like, psych. And I show up and there's no hotel room in my name. So go to the hotel room, he'd actually like, he'd actually like ordered a, a bottle of champagne for me. So I got there and got because I was like, this is the perfect way you treat like the alcoholic girl you're trying to fuck is yeah. make sure she's liquored up before you even get there. <laughs> so he got there like six, 6.30, came up from you know the Valley after work. We're hanging out, having a great evening. We just had fun. Mm-hmm. And then the sex was really great and really fun. I took a bath and then he took a shower. We're like listening to music, we're vibing. And I was like, this could be like a really good because i was really looking for people to have like hookups with on the regular who i liked yeah you know because it's so much easier than trying to start from scratch all the time so i messaged him the next morning and i said thank you so much that was really fun and he wrote back and goes yeah i could tell you were having fun it was like you just had an orgasm every time i just fucking like touched you i felt like i could have just like been rubbing you with sandpaper and reading from the phone book and you would have just had as many orgasms anyway. And I was like, okay, so we had really good sex and you did the things that are supposed to be chalked up to someone who's a good sex partner. And somehow this is something you would heap scorn onto and basically make this a problem. I was like, I couldn't understand, I had never experienced anything like that before. And the thing is, like, to this day, I'm not sure what he what happened there. Like, how is it that like you fuck someone, they're climbing the walls and have a great time and you're like, oh, yeah, obviously, like he didn't feel special enough. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. But I was like, well, and I talked to the concierge and I was like, is it possible for you to add another half day to this room? And he's like, oh, yes. I said, just put it on the same credit card. So I stayed there for another day on his bill. I was like, oh, you're going to be an asshole about this and make me feel bad because it did. This was a weird thing. I felt bad. I felt like somehow like I was like, what? And then the next day, the day after I woke up and I was like, that guy's just an asshole and a weirdo. And then someone else was like, obviously, he's super insecure. I was like, what does that mean? They were like, yeah, because obviously it couldn't be that he was a good lover. It's obvious that you're just a cheap whore.
0: Yeah. Or you're acting. Right. Obviously, you're acting. And I was like, oh,
1: wow, honey.
0: I had one guy one time that met him over in Bernal Heights at a bar. He invited me back to his house, which was really close by. We had great sex all night. The next morning, six hours later, after I was home, I sent him a, a message and said, just want to say I had a great time. Yeah. And he replied with, I'm not ever interested in seeing you again. Do not contact me again. And it's like, what, the fuck? what happened? They don't explain it to you. Like it was really good. That is so fucking weird. That
1: is the weird. I had a like, a, I was trying to think now all the weird ones are coming back. I had one guy who I fucked. Like. I know. I
0: thought we were going to do the good no, ones. No, and the now ones like, but now, now the it feels ones. like the weird there ones. There was
1: one dude I had hooked up with and he was on the roster for the regular hookups. And we had like gotten together. It was like, it had settled out to about like once every three weeks or so, a little bit less than once a month or so. He'd be like, Hey, and I'd be like, Hey, and he had a little place over in um, uh, Hayes Valley. Uh huh. Very cute little uh, studio. And we would get there, hang out. Like, we had very similar tastes in television. So, we'd watch a couple of episodes of like old Star Trek or some shit, and then like yeah. argue about whether or not old Star Trek was better than new Star Trek. Uh-huh. Then we would like fuck. And then he'd be like, leave whenever you want, just shut the door behind you, and blah, blah. It was great. And then I hadn't heard from him for a little bit. And then he wrote to me and or text, I think he text messaged me and said, I'm bored. And I didn't respond because I was like, so? And then he wrote back, really bored, rainy day, got nothing to do, wanna fuck. And I was immediately so pissed off. I was like, so am I just here to amuse you because you are bored? I said, at least say you're horny. Yeah. I was like, you can't be this bad of a fucking sex pickup person. Because we've been doing this for like six months now. And you messaged me to be like, I'm bored on a rainy day. Come suck my dick. Not, hey, wrap your hot mouth around my smoking, throbbing pole. Nothing, anything <laughs> would have been better than I'm bored, I period. Know. And then hitting send.
0: What is wrong with people that I just don't understand bored? First of all, there's how a lot are of are things bored? in the world. Go look at a tree. What the fuck are you doing? Right. Go look at the sky. How can you be bored?
1: Yeah. Find some ants. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I don't even want to know how you're bored. You're okay, fucking stupid. So tell me, what happened? So I, just, I was just like, go away. So like six months, a year goes by, and I'm in the fucking 99 cent store somewhere. <laughs> and dude walks in, not 99 cent store, one of those like 18 billion Mexican thing stores. They're not 99 cent stores, but you know what I'm talking about. Like pinatas. It's like, yeah, pinatas and batteries. And like, it always smells like it's always smells like grandma's closet in there. Yeah. And I'm in there buying whatever. And I turn and someone's like, oh, Melina. And I turn. I'm like, oh, hey. and He looks at me and he said, I owe you an apology. And I was like, oh. And he actually gave me the most heartfelt and really sincere. He said, I'm really sorry what I said to you was completely rude and terrible and he said and I felt really horrible about it but I didn't realize why I felt horrible about it until you said what you said and I realized that while we were having and he had this whole thing he was like I realized we were having a sexual relationship but I think I just overstepped and just made assumptions that you would do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted because that's how things had already gone And so it was really thoughtless and really not cool. And I'm really sorry. And I was like, wow, thanks. Thank you for that. So we had a little chat and then he was like, so I'm like, no, 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 no. No, (laughs) No. stop right there. I said, I am super grateful for the apology and we're gonna close this chapter in our lives and move on and know that like, I now no longer have put a hex on you.
0: You may live. You may continue. I have one guy who, you said Hayes Valley. I have one guy that I uh, met up with who was a lawyer. Walked in his house. There's all these lawyer books all over his apartment and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Like, there's all these legal books everywhere. He's obviously studying. You know, the, they're spread out on the table and stuff like that. And we get together and have really good sex.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I leave probably i can't sleep at his place it's loud it's down off golf it's really loud neighborhood so i'm like i'm just gonna go home and i step out and i catch a cab home and by the time i get home this is how old the story is my answering machine had a message from him Mm. and it was like look lose my address not interested in ever seeing you again and the sex is really good like he doesn't say that but i'm just so confused and he goes do not ever call me again and so I pick up the phone and I call him. <laughs> I'm like, "What?" And I go to your problem. Yeah, I go to a voicemail and I'm like, "Look, what is?" There? And then I hang up. And then I call him again, like a crazy person. Like, don't be a crazy person. Who's basically the vibe he's sending? Don't call me again. Don't be a crazy. I called him like five times. I was so mad. Just kept. All calling he had his- to do was not call you back. Yeah. This is the thing. Everyone knows
1: on the casual encounters, you just stop. You just cut off connection. Yeah. Why would you go back and say, don't ever contact me? It's a fake email. Here's the thing. I bet you this is what happened. I bet you the pussy was that good, bro. I bet you that they freaked out (laughs) because they were like, that was the best blowjob I've ever had because you do have the famous skill. (laughs) And I bet you they lost their minds and they were just like, because most of these motherfuckers also were on the DL and were married.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And
1: so 100% certain that they were just like, oh, my God, I will never get this again. I need to be in control of never getting this again. I bet it's you that that's so what the fuck It's so terrible
0: to know you look crazy, but you can't stop. Because you're so mad, you just keep calling.
1: I know. You're just like,
0: I'm just going to fill your answering machine message tape up with me being crazy and then you sit there and you beat yourself up like, I why did like I do that? He, I
1: was gonna say, oh, you know, I'd have never done that. But I was like, I did do that with Jack because Jack, my my boyfriend from college who I dated who then dumped me mm-hmm. to go back to his ex-girlfriend. Jack mm-hmm. was the first boy I dated who then like dumped mm-hmm. me to go back to the ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and then like separating came back and forth. And then he did wind up marrying her after he broke out with me,
0: oh. which was a
1: pattern I then had for like three other men mm-hmm. where they had dated a woman, broke up with them, dated me, and then after dating me, went back and married that person. Four different men. I'm like, you should pay me. I'm a service.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you were with a guy who's like, eh, 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 eh not getting, you know, like sh- sitting on the pot without shitting, mm-hmm. dump them. I'll take them over, and after one to four years, it will come crawling back.
0: Do you? I know you're a businesswoman. Do you still offer
1: that service? <laughs> I should. I'm
0: sure there's people I listening. who might and, be interesting.
1: Well, and I will tell you that the only caveat would be that the guy has to be someone who's okay with uh, someone watching them, because Garrig would, of course, have to watch. Of course, you know. Yeah. So, but it could be through a cam. We could just set up a cam. They don't have to know. He yeah, can just be sure. sitting downstairs on his phone watching and listening, because I'd leave the phone on. There's a whole side business we come up with. Thanks, dude. Uh
0: huh. Happy to help. I know you're a businesswoman. I want to keep it going. So, I had, you know, how you said it was where women could find sex. Yes. I had a best friend who was a rich motherfucker. He was an international tax consultant, Mm. made like $1,200 an hour just to talk to him and everything like that. And he loved my crazy adventures. He would take me out for expensive meals Mm -hmm. all the time and stuff like that. And I just (laughs) regale him with my adventures. And he just sit there and look at me like, how is it's not fair? How can you do this? You can get away with anything. And (laughs) so we're at my house one night and he's getting ready to leave. And he's like, what are you going to do tonight? I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do tonight? He goes, it's just not fair. Why can women get laid in minutes? And it's impossible for men. Men just get no response. You get hundreds. We get none. And I'm like. Because you're
1: making 10 times more money than us and you can pay for it. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm like, that? well, I, I could get you laid. And he's like, what do you mean you could get me laid? I'm like, I could write an ad and get you laid. And he's like, how would that work? And I'm like, well, first off. i write off, you an ad. <laughs> And First you get off, laid. if it works, you're taking me out for the most expensive sushi in San Francisco. And he's like, uh, obviously, because <laughs> we know you, Dixie. Fuck for food, girl. Yeah, And um, so I'm sitting from my computer. He's watching to see what I'm going to write on the screen. And I just love that, you know, subject line, blank, body, blank. None of this. Let's take a quiz. Oh, you're 93% compatible. I hate that shit. <laughs> blank. I want total creative freedom. And I type in boy pizza. And I say, I have a partner who it really turns me on to send him out to, uh, to other women. Mm -hmm. So just, I want you to send me a description of what you want him to come over and do. Do you want a foot massage? I'll Mm -hmm. send him. Do you want him to go down on you for three hours? I'll send him. Do you want to have sex and And whatever, I just threw out a few options. And I'm like, but here's the thing. I need you to send me a picture of you so that while the two of you are doing whatever, I can be home masturbating furiously. Brilliant. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so good. And he's like, what do you need the picture for? I'm like, the picture's for you, dude. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and masturbate to her picture. I just think it's helpful to know what you're walking into. Yeah. That's amazing. So I get a response. That's so good. <laughs> I get a response from this woman named Candace. and we're just starting to talk. Mm-hmm. Like she's just kind of like, oh, I read your ad and she sends me. She's like, you asked what we want. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want. And there is this three to four page single spaced document that she sends to me, probably MS Word. And it is a a story of exactly what she wants. Whoa. There's no questioning. Like, she has this thing at the ready. She has a whole scenario ready. Yeah. And it was, she has a doctor fetish. She wants me to send him over, play doctor, objective fire, Mm -hmm. poker holes. Oh, it looks like here's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Eventually, at some point, his dick turns into a thermometer, I guess, or something. And they have sex. (laughs) And and I just... uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know, he's getting ready to leave and I, I'm just like, whoa. And she sends this picture and it's her in the back of a horse-drawn carriage in Central Park. Oh, my gosh. She is spread out basically with her vagina completely open, pulled open with her legs sprayed back in the back of this thing. And I'm like, we have a live one. Um well, wh- She's where like, was the driver? I don't know. It was the person obviously across her in the cart was taking the picture, but the driver was facing forward. I must have because they turn around a
1: lot. Well, they must have timed that just perfectly yeah. or given the guy a tip. I don't, would a carriage driver even care? <laughs> As I'm saying this, I'm like, would they even care?
0: <laughs> the only thing I want to do, like, here. When okay, here's it, what happened? Okay, hang on. Sorry. Sorry. I got. I feel like we're talking over each other and I apologize for when no, that happens. Look, look, if they can't keep up, it's the, they can rewind. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he stands there and he waits and we don't get a response. Mm-hmm. Like we got that one right away. And, you know, a few more are coming in, but that was clearly the yeah. one we we're going to take. And we don't hear from her. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he waits for a while. waits like another hour. And he goes, I'm, I'm going to go home. And I feel like he's disappointed in me. Like, I'm just like, I know I can handle this. We don't get anything. And so he leaves. And the next day I'm driving down Franklin street. And all of a sudden my cell phone rings and I don't recognize the number. And I pull over into an alley and I answer the phone and I go, hello. And a woman goes, can I speak to Dixie? And I'm like speaking. She goes, there's really a Dixie. And I'm like, yeah, you called my number. Hi, who's this? She goes, This is Candace. I sent you the doctor's story with the picture in the horse yeah, drawn carriage yeah, yeah. last night. I'm like, Oh, I remember you. What happened? Like, we were waiting to hear back from you last night. And she goes, Your message didn't come through till today. And I guess it was an internet delay thing. Oh, wow. Then it happened. She goes, But it just showed up. I'm like, Okay that I guess because you had to send them through Craigslist and God knows the server might've just it up late. I guess it blipped or something like that. And she goes, so how long have you and your husband been together? And I was thinking, well, I didn't say husband. I said partner, but I'm going to stick with that lie. And I'm like, Oh, about five years, which, you know, was our friendship length. Mm -hmm. And, um, she goes, so you guys are obviously in an open relationship. I'm like, yeah, she goes, so here's my relationship. I have a husband who travels all the time for work. And um, the deal is that every day he's gone, I have to get a new dick for every day. (gasps) And your email didn't come back till today. And I'm a day behind and it's your fault. So you need to send it over now. And I'm like, oh, all right, give me your address. And she gives me her address and I scribble it down to the back of an envelope. And I'm like, I'll do my best. It's the middle of a Thursday afternoon at two o'clock in the afternoon. And um, I call him at work. I'm like, hi, what you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm at work, getting ready to step into a meeting. I'm like, can you cancel the meeting? He's like, why? I'm like, because. of uh, a vagina waiting be- for your. Because the live smirky. one from the horse-drawn carriage is upset with me because I made her fall a day behind on her dick. So you need to get over there now. And he's like, uh. But he loved that being sent out. That was yes. kind of his king. Like, send me out to perform a service. And so I give him the address and <laughs> I go back to my house. I don't I- know how many lawyers have canceled how many meetings for like <laughs> a
1: fuck date. Like they're just like, yes, yeah, something came up suddenly and they're like racing out to bone. <laughs> I just I hope more than 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 we think. I hope more than we think. <laughs>
0: So he goes, so he went. Yeah, I'm like, I'll talk to you later. And I go home and, you know, I figure he's going to be there all night. Mm. Like, he's getting laid. And so I, you know, have one of those nights where I just put on my pajamas and I'm just ready to just lounge. And around 5.30 or 6, somebody's knocking on my front door. And I open it in my pajamas and it's him. Mm. I'm like, hey. He goes, hey. You ready to go out to sushi? I'm like, uh. What are you doing here? Did she cancel? He goes, no, she didn't cancel. I'm like, it's been like very little time. He's like, did you read the four page thing? It was laid out exactly. I knew exact. There was no faltering. Just follow the script. Yeah. I did exactly what she told me to do. At a certain point, my dick turned into a thermometer. We were done. And now I'm here to take you out to dinner. Nice. And she wrote me a couple days later and she said, I want to tell you, I've been doing this for a long time and sending that letter out for a long time. But that was the best one ever.
1: Whoa, and the reason and the
0: reason was this was totally inadvertent. His lawyer bag that he carried everything, his briefcase looked like a doctor bag. Oh my it was God. all about the doctor bag for her. She just kept looking at the doctor bag the whole time he was fucking her. It's like <laughs> that is so I'm, I'm, I'm actually very touched by that she's like hey i've got a party next week it's a gangbang it'd be great to have another girl you want to get together and hang on? i'm like no i'm good <laughs> i just like to make shit happen i don't really need that story that story feels <laughs> like it's already happening you don't need my help
1: you've been listening to all that and mo thanks so much for spending your precious precious time with me today My podcast is produced by Cody Crabb, theme music by Georg Friedrich Haas, as performed by Marcus Weiss. And I
0: look forward to spending time with you again really soon.